Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, April the 21st, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Ayin, Da, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of counsel and the spirit of might. We also want to honor the fifth thunder, that is Eber. Now the five thunders, or the seven thunders that we're talking about here are the thunders that were revealed to Apostle Aaron Smith here at Gates of Zion, Eber being the fifth one. The declaration today reads this, a true understanding eye, spiraling mysteries, and flaming crowns. This morning as I was meditating on the declaration, this part about the true understanding eye really began to, to grab a hold of me because we're really looking at two different uh, Hebrew letters or Hebrew words here. Because ayin is not only just a letter, it is also a word. And it literally does mean I. But it's so much more than that because there's there's many different ways that we can look at the, the Hebrew living letters. You know, and one of the things that Yahweh has been been having me talk a lot about here lately and, and something that he's been, been stirring inside of my spirit is that place of looking beyond. So when you look at a true understanding eye, just from the natural perspective of it all, you begin to think about the place of, you know, sometimes when we see situations or we see problems or we see things coming up, you know, we we have a tendency, I do, I don't know about you, maybe, I'll go ahead and just blame myself for all of this, and, and that way I'm not judging you in the midst of any of this either. But I know sometimes I would look at a situation and then I would immediately judge it based on my perception of what I thought it was. And many times that perception was based not on, not on my own thought processes, but on something that, something that somebody else had told me. And I began to then, when Yahweh took me through a place, he he asked me two questions. What do you see and how do you see it? You guys have heard me say this over and over again, and it's something that's it's really uh, foundational to a lot of what Yahweh has been showing me. Because when I ask those two questions, what do I see? It helps me to understand, first off, what really am I seeing? Am I seeing the response of something because of someone having a bad day or a situation or you get where I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm trying not to put anything specific because it's such a myriad of different ways that you can see this. But the same thing still remains. When I look at what I see and I determine what I see, that helps me to understand how I see it. Just like when I was talking about just a moment ago, when I talk about, you know, having set up prejudgments based on maybe a religious perspective or something a pastor once said, or that sort of thing. I'm not saying those things are wrong. I hope you I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. Because the truth is, is that there's the place where I am responsible for the way that I see things. And so, so sometimes it's easy, and I know it was for me, sometimes it's easy just to accept because it sounded good, and it, and it maybe even resonated a little bit with the way that I saw things, but... You know, as I grew and I matured, some of the ways that I saw things when I was younger are not the way that I see them now because experience began to teach me more. You see, we're talking about this place of a true understanding I. 
you know, I talked about the place where Yahweh took me in and allowed me to see through his eyes. And one of the first things that I saw was the immense love that he has for everyone. And then also I noticed that that everything was connected, that, that there was, each one of us were connected with one another. And so when I look at you, you know, I, the, the, the thing is, is that I have heard people tell me, I've never seen the face of God. But I tell them all the time, well, I have, because I'm looking into your face. See, when I look at you, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter the situations that you've been in. It doesn't matter what's currently going on in your life. When I see you, I see the face of the Father, because you are a reflection. You are a facet of the face of Yahweh. How can I look at you and then reject or judge the face of Yahweh himself? Now, there are situations that I can judge. I'm not talking about the situations. There are situations that that come up, especially as they begin to affect me, where I have to say, no, 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 stop. Nope, this will not happen. And nor, nor will I participate in this particular thing because of the convictions and the peace that I know that Yahweh has placed in my heart. And the fact that I do not want to to let go of that peace at all whatsoever. You see, it really comes down to really the reason why we teach the living letters, the reason why I believe Yahweh has helped us to, to the ministry has grown as a result of this has been this place of, of taking these living letters and taking a Hebrew word and then looking deeper into it. Many people ask me, well, what's the reason behind why I need to know the living letters? Well, this is a perfect reason because this is exactly the way that Yahweh took me through it. I was looking at a Hebrew word one day and he asked me, what would it, how would that definition change if you looked at it based on the letters themselves? I knew Hebrew was pictorial and a pictorial language. And so pictures can have a lot more meanings than just a simple one thing or another meaning. And sure enough, I began to look into those living letters and began to to look at, at, at what each one of those letters meant. And then I wrote sentences about each one of the letters. When I got done, it did not rescind. It did not, it did not, it it wasn't in opposition to the, the, the definition that was already there. As a matter of fact, what happened was it began to expand and I began to see a greater depth. It was like I went from one level down to another level just by opening that back up, just by looking at them by the living letters. And I was I was absolutely blown away. Again, it was the beginning for me of that true understanding eye. Truth is, is I'm still working on that. I'm still tearing down walls, you know, because sometimes I put up fails. I put up walls that, that religion has taught me and until Yahweh reveals them to me, I don't necessarily know that they are walls. And as, as he reveals them to me, I'm able to tear them back down. Well, doesn't Yahweh tear those walls down for you? Well, I'm the one that put those walls up, not him. I should be the one responsible to tear down that walls. See, once again, that's a true understanding eye. But when you look at the Hebrew word for understanding or to understand, Specifically, is the Hebrew word bina, and it's Beit Yod Nun A. So let's do that just for a quick few minutes, and let's break that down 
by the Hebrew living letters when we talk about understanding. The Beit. The Beit is a house. It's the place of communion. It's the place of connection. It's also the place of duality. Now, what does that mean? Well, when we talk about the place of looking at something between right and wrong, Bina would be, a, or Beit would be a, a perspective of the two seemingly opposites, right? The two opposites that are there. That's why I call it duality as opposed to dichotomy. Dichotomy means polar opposites, and they can't. Duality talks about the place of the two working side by side. And so with, 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 if you will, black and white, good and evil, a lot of the things that we have totally separated away has, has brought about this, this understanding. And we're able to discern between the two. Is this something that's right or is this something that is evil? Is this something that is black or is this something that is white? Is this something that is good or not so good? You see what I'm saying? So bait begins to open up the door for us to be able to see the two sides of the story, if you will. The Yod. Now, the Yod in this case, to me, begins to to really express the place of an idea. But Yod is also the letter that talks about creation and the beginning of something. Because the Yod began something. We're talking about Bina and we're talking about the beginning of wisdom. So the Yod, in, in this case, talks about that beginning and that place of saying, oh, there is another way of looking at it. Nun is the place of a son. We are his sons. And hey, as that as a result of the fact that we are being his, we are his sons, then we have the ability to speak those things into existence. So we're able to frame those. Once we have the understanding, then it becomes something that is able to be manifested into the earth in that place. So you see, the ability to, to distinguish between right and wrong is the beginning of us as sons being able to speak things into existence. What does the scripture say? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the holy is understanding. 